Hello, my name is Anand Patel, the 2020 Greater Tampa Realtors Chair of the Global Subcommittee and the Tampa Bay Global Business Council. Welcome to episode number two of the Tampa Bay Global Business Podcast. Today, we're kicking off a new series called the Global Spotlight, where we highlight various countries to educate our members, not only to learn about the country itself, but to get ideas on doing business locally with buyers and sellers from these countries. What we have found out is that our Global Council membership is very diverse, and we wanna tap into that knowledge bank of our membership and share with all of our members. Today's Global Spotlight is the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic is a Caribbean nation, or Caribbean nation, that shares the island uh, of Hispaniola with Haiti to the west. It's known for its beaches, resorts, golfing. Its terrain comprises of rainforest, savanna, and highlands. Now today we're joined with two Global Council members who are from the Dominican Republic. Not only is our membership diverse, but the backgrounds of our members are just as diverse, and today's guests are no exception. So with that, I'd like to introduce uh, our guests, Elaine Pumarejo and Yolanda Hodges. Um, I'll start with you, uh, Elaine. Uh, just introduce yourself, your name, a little bit about your business, uh, how long you've been in U.S., and uh, how long you've been in real estate. Thank you. Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, thank you for having us. My name is Elaine Pumarejo. I was born in the Dominican Republic, born and raised. I migrated to the United States um, in the late 1990s, um, settling down in New York City in uh, mid-2000. Um, and then moving to Florida in 2015. I've been in real estate since I arrived in Florida, as they say. First, you switch your driver's license, then you get your real estate license. And that's exactly what I did. I enjoyed the business. Um, I own my own company right now. I'm the broker at the La Casa International Realty, where we provide real estate, residential real estate services and property management service. Uh, we work with um, local and international uh, clients, uh, customers um, from uh, Europe, uh, the Caribbean, Latin America, um, and uh, all of the agents in the company, we are bilingual Spanish and English. Thank you. Yolanda? Hello there. I'm happy to be here. My name is Yolanda Hodges, and I've been in real estate since 2007. I came from the Dominican Republic when I was in middle school and moved to Miami. That was the first city that I live in the U.S. Um, then after... I grow. I went to my. Um, I'm sorry, Atlanta, Georgia. I stayed there, married, have my children, and I started real estate there in Georgia in 2007. I moved back to Florida in 2013, and I started doing real estate in 2015. I've been working with international buyers since 2007. Uh, back in Georgia, I started working with a lot of Colombians um, and um, migrants from Mexico as well. Okay, well, thank you. So, you know, um, one of the reasons having you both on, not only as you know immigrants from the Dominican, um, so you have that perspective, but also being real estate professionals, so you can have, you know share both perspectives. Um, first off, you know, tell us what it's like in the Dominican uh, Republic, uh, the culture, uh, the climate, you know, language spoken there. I know baseball is very popular over there. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, so one of the things that you hear from from people that visit the Dominican Republic, the, the experience, and, and I think we all agree, is that the Dominican um, is it, very warm, uh, very friendly. We Dominicans tend to be overly friendly, I think. <laughs> um, and, and how they are welcome compared to other, you know, vacation destinations and living destinations. Um, yes, baseball is, especially the, the local baseball, that's a religion. And um, it, it goes down to three colors, yellow, red, and blue. Yes, I'm red. Uh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> um Climate, uh, seasonal-wise, temperature uh, is primarily in the 80s all year round. Uh, we do get, like everywhere else, May showers and April showers. And we have to be wary of hurricane season that just started um, this past um, Monday, June 1st, all the way to November. Um, we speak Spanish, but there's... Uh, we are a melting pot of culture, so you will find, especially in the tourist destination, that English is spoken throughout. Uh, there, there are several schools and universities that are completely bilingual, English, Spanish, uh, among other languages like German, uh, Italian, French. Poverty levels and wealth will vary depending on the area we have. Um, very wealthy communities, especially like uh, in La Romana, Santo Domingo, Santiago, Puerto Plata, Samana. And then we have uh, high poverty levels in other areas. Uh, and you can see even in the capital city of Santo Domingo, uh, the contrast from one area to another. We are still a third world country. We are developing, we are growing. And like any other Latin American country, we experience, you know, difficulties in that. But um, in, the, in the recent years, uh, there has been a lot of progress done um, in the country. And, and we hope, and, and that's why, you know, everybody as a country uh, expect that as we continue to grow, that poverty levels are going to, you know, decrease at some okay. point. That's good. Yolanda, anything you want to add to that? Yes, our culture is very warm. Uh, it's a warm culture. Uh, we're very friendly. Um, I don't think we ever meet nobody we just it feels like we have met them for a long time the climate is hot it's warm it's just like florida in december by the way it's a little um more fresh i will say so you can find temperature between 70 75 degrees in december is very very nice the language that we speak is spanish um but like Elaine said, we have in the uh, tourist side, we have people that probably speak seven languages. Um, baseball, it's our number one sport. Um, I believe the kids come out of the hospital with a bat and, and, and <laughs> baseball hat. What's the so, dish? Um, what's the, I was reading about the national dish. I think it's like the color of the flags. Um, is uh, white rice, <laughs> chicken, and red beans. It's not necessarily the color of the flag. 
<laughs> but it's like um, that's, that's stew chicken or you know stew chicken or stew beef with white rice and red beans with salad or okay. fried plantains. So that's still a staple in most households. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, that we call that la bandera. That's okay. why it is. Yeah, it's that's what it's like. Okay. <laughs> now for um. How does one, you know, so say realtors here in our area, in the Tampa Bay area, um, if they want to do business with, uh, in Dominican, is there organized real estate there? How does it work there? Are there, is there a realtor association? Yeah, for many years, um, uh, real estate was just like any other business. There was no regulations uh, really much. Whoever wanted to do real estate did not need to get a license. It was unregulated, but uh, the in the past few years, the National Association of Realtors in conjunction with the global uh, committee has been reaching out. Right now, we have a memorandum of understanding with the Dominican Republic uh, for agents that are doing international business um, from the U.S. And um, association they created, the Association of Realtors is called Asociación de Agentes y Empresas Inmobiliarias. That's Association of Agents and uh, Real Estate uh, Businesses. And they abide by the code of ethics, agents affiliated with the association. Keep in mind, not everybody is affiliated yet because it's a growing commitment um, and a growing trend. But we still recommend real estate over there, uh, like in some other states, um, the transaction is handled by an attorney. So it's very important that whoever is interested in buying in the Dominican Republic don't go at it alone, that they get representation from an agent and a good real estate attorney. So someone from they here should make sure they have a team uh, in place, you know, yes. attorney uh, yes. over there, um, in addition to, you know, uh, having an agent there locally, they refer yes. to. Yes, because there are opportunities for buyers, international buyers that go to the Dominican Republic either uh, to invest. They give opportunities in terms of visas, uh, tax credits for buyers, and they want to make sure that they are getting the best of the deal and that they're like with any other real estate transaction, uh, unless you're buying already built, let's say you're doing new construction, you want to make sure that you're protected in the event that the project is not completed. Correct. And to add to that, now they, uh, the, for you to say that you're a realtor, you have to have a carnet. It's like a ID. ID. Um, which they don't they didn't have that before because anybody could say I'm a realtor and start doing transaction without the correct identification. So now it's or education. Yes. So it's getting more organized in terms of protecting the consumer there and also even for the fellow professionals uh, doing business. Yes, yes. Right. In, the Dom in the Dominican Republic, you have to understand the majority of the income uh, and resources come from tourism. And a, a large part of that is not just people that go to, uh, to stay, but is uh, real estate tourism. Uh, and this is like international investment investors that come to the Dominican Republic. And um, I believe I'm trying to look at the numbers uh, for the real estate tourism, but I believe out of the 
57% of the gross income comes from tourism, and a large part of that, let me see, is 14% of that is immobiliary um, income. Wow. Okay, which is real estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah which, which is, is real, real estate. estate. Yeah. yeah, last time I checked, it was 65, and it was like 18% of coming from the real estate. But yeah, we have my investors, yeah. Yeah, my, we have investors that come from all over the, the place. We have people from Europe. We have a lot of Italians that retire um, and move to the Dominican Republic and buy properties and establish themselves there. We have a lot of uh, U.S. citizens that go there as well. Um, we have people from all over the world. And with the new trades that opened up with China, um, we have uh, a large Asian community growing in the Dominican Republic as well. We have Chinatown now. Wow. Oh, yes. Wow. Wow. We even have uh, no place. Santo Domingo or where now. is that? <laughs> in Santo Domingo, yes. Wow. The Chinatown in Santo Domingo. Now, what are some... Um, Networking opportunities. Say a realtor here wanted to, you know, build relationships with realtors or real estate professionals down in the Dominican. Are there certain avenues for them to do that? I know. Yes, yes, yes. There is. And um, first thing is, um, if you're a member of NAR, uh, look through the global uh, council and to the global committee to to make connections with other agents in the Dominican Republic that are also affiliated to the council to the council because you know that they definitely will abide by that code of ethics um referrals are in place we have uh companies like remax operating in the dominican republic um and and other international brands are over there i believe keller william was trying to establish as well so you know that they already have similar work ethics that we do here uh, in terms of referral. Um, you can also open opportunities uh, in connection directly with the developers and negotiate uh, with the developers directly as, a, as an agent. Uh, but again, do not go, if you are not, you know, if you don't have the expertise yet, don't go at it alone. Yeah, no, that, that's yeah. that's important. Um, I agree with that. And also wanted to mention that we have most of the real estate companies um, uh, in Dominican Republic now, at least in my side of town, which is Punta Cana. Uh, we have Century 21. We have Remax. It's pretty big over there. Um, what other companies speak in so that, I mean, I guess that really shows you that the opportunity is there because, you know, these, these large companies, international companies don't just open up without doing their, their research, you know, so Correct. Th th their stability Correct. and opportunity is there. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. Now um, for those from the Dominican Republic that are buying here in the Tampa Bay area or even throughout Florida, um, are they relocating? to Florida, you know, to start a new life or new business opportunity, or is it for schooling for their kids or education, or do we have investors or second home buyers? What's the kind of the composition of the, you know, the, those that are buying? Well, as, as we discussed, um, people migrate for uh, the main reason that a Dominican will migrate is to seek better opportunities. Um, 
primarily when they come to uh, the United States is either because they got transfers, um, job opportunities outside, education opportunity. We have that, and it goes both ways. Um, for education, higher education, like college education, uh, they have the, the exchange student program and they have the scholarship program to study abroad uh, uh, through Europe and through the United States. Um, and they give uh, a lot of opportunity to students coming from the United States and from uh, other countries to study in the Dominican Republic. So we see that as change um, in college towns. You, you are bound to find some Dominicans uh, through that program. Now, when they come to stay as a permanent resident, we see higher numbers and concentration to the east coast, northeast coast of the United States, uh, especially the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, Boston has a high number of Dominicans uh, uh, residing. I think that's where you're going to see the most Dominicans in the United States. And then from there, seeking better quality of life, they start uh, first coming down down the East Coast, Maryland, uh, South Carolina, Florida, um, Miami, and then from Miami, then they branch out to other areas throughout the, uh, Florida. Uh, we are seeing now a lot of people migrating uh, from the Dominican Republic to the West Coast, uh, especially Houston, Houston and Nevada. So that's something to keep in mind. I know yourself came to the U.S. through New York. Yolanda came through Miami. Uh, so these are almost like the port of entries. Um, and then you're saying- And Puerto Rico. Let's not forget Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. So these are good target markets as well for someone that wants to advertise or, or um, um, uh, promote our area. Um, for those that are, you know, they, they're in the Northeast uh, and they're ready to come, you know, get warmer climates or, you know, yes. more cost of living no state income tax, you know, other, whatever the reason may be. Um, so even it doesn't have to be just really targeting Dominican Republic itself, those that have already established themselves in the U S and now trying to move to Florida. So there's opportunities. And, and, and sometimes those people that are relocating from the Dominican Republic, um, they're relocating because we have a lot of uh, big companies, major companies in the Dominican Republic and they relocate the, the, the personnel, to come to us as well so that's a big opportunity there as well oh, okay is there any specific type of industries that are dominant or just uh, just various internet technology national technology technology right now is very big um they have um a couple of years ago they started bringing call centers and support support centers uh from the u.s to the dominican republic uh because um First of all, the pay rate, the, the exchange between the dollars and, and, and the, the Dominican peso. And mm -hmm. then because, like I said, uh, education, uh, you receive even um, in public school bilingual education um, is available for those that, that want, you know, that second, even three languages. Okay. Yes. Technology and um, airlines. I have cousins that's being relocated from the Dominican Republic to Houston uh, because she was working with American Airlines for 18 years and they relocate her and her entire family. Wow. So there's other companies that um, that's a possibility as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
what would be a piece of advice you'd give someone looking at a business in the Dominican or someone from the Dominican Republic? I know Elaine, you mentioned, you know, making sure you have the right team uh, in place, um, the resources there. I think that goes yeah. with uh, much any other country as well. Uh, in, in the Dominican Republic, we're still working very hard um, to, to create that transparency uh, in, in everything that goes. We are a country where um, it's all about connections. Who do you know? And and what uh, you know? What can they do for you to transmit uh, you know things faster and things? And, and we and we're coming a long way from that. Where you know rice, where you know very common over there, and you could do whatever you want. Now there are regulations in place that we have to follow. And in order for you to know what can you do or what can you not or what can you expect from a transaction. That team of professionals, um, engineers, um, are the ones that run valuations for properties and terrains and lots, um, architects, um, your attorney, your real estate professional. Um, it, it's very important. Okay. Yolanda, anything you want to add? Yes. You, you had to, just like Elaine mentioned, um, have a team, have professionals don't go to anybody if you don't know the country just get familiar or find somebody that you know because it can be hectic if you don't do so you have to have the right people working for you because sometimes you know we can find the wrong person to do business with but um attorneys uh we need attorneys we need a realtor uh we still use engineer for most of our constructions over there uh so make sure that the the developer are using the correct engineer or um using the the correct people to build and that's that's important and 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 one good advice that i received recently was like uh when looking at uh, who's developing your project, especially if it is new construction that you're going to, who's developing uh, that project? What's the track record? What's the history? Because that probably is not going to be their first project. Um, you want to see, um, you know, uh, what's their success rate of completion, their average time, depending on the project and things like that. Um, but right now, yeah, and, and, and keep in mind that these projects, especially with the condominiums uh, um, projects in the um, tourist area, like Puerto Plata, Punta Cana, Samana, um, these are uh, three to five years projects from beginning to end. And sometime by the first year, they will be completely sold out. Wow. Yes. Okay. I agree. And I know you mentioned before we uh, started the podcast, I believe some of these developers, uh, you know, being a real estate, if you're an uh, agent uh, referring the client, I mean, they pay the commission you know, with the initial deposit. It's not like you're waiting three to five years, right? Uh, yeah. A, you. Um, the the, there are some deve major developers that uh, they will work out with you and with your client. Uh, you'll be able to separate your project uh, with... Um, uh, like a deposit, sometimes five, ten thousand dollars deposit. You will get a time to complete your initial um, 
10%, 25%, whatever is on your contract. That's why it's, it's good to have your attorney revise the terms of the contract. And then upon completion, what will be the rest? But for, from the real estate perspective, you as a referring agent uh, and the agent working with you, you don't have to wait until, complete, until completion to receive that commission in most cases. Uh, once they do that, for, complete that first uh, percentage required under the contract, that's when you will get paid. Okay. Regardless if it closes or not. Wow. Yes, the realtors get paid up front over there. <laughs> well, that's good to know, right? Good. <laughs> well, I want to thank you both, Elaine and Yolanda, for joining us today and sharing a little bit about uh, the Dominican Republic and your culture. And uh, for our listeners and our members, really appreciate you both being here. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having us. <laughs>